y Dios me habló que debía cambiar mi mensaje so are you ready? ¿están listos? Yeah, are you ready? ¿listos? ok, now I'm going to change to Spanish ok, sorry yeah, ok, let's go hoy voy a hablar Today we're gonna speak about uh, el tema, del tema the, my topic encontrando mi voz is finding my voice porque yo pienso que una de las más grandes necesidades because I think one of the greatest needs de la juventud en ese tiempo that youth have in this time y de esa generación and our generation has es encontrar una voz is to find our voice que esa generación necesita escuchar the, find the voice that this generation needs to hear y, y encontrar su voz en el Señor. and find their own voice in the Lord a veces sabemos que debemos ir y predicar, sometimes we know we have to go out and preach pero no sabemos cómo hacerlo, but we don't know how to do it o no sabemos la verdad, cuál es la esencia que debe estar dentro de or nosotros, we don't know the essence that needs to be inside of us para salir y hacer lo que Dios nos, nos ha llamado and do what God has called us to do. entonces me gustaría que abriera tu Biblia And so I'm going to invite you to open up your Bible. En Juan capítulo 4. In John chapter 4. Y vamos en el verso 23. And we're going to read from verse 23. Sorry I changed. No problem, thank you. Okay. She had the verses for the other message, sorry. Shall I read it? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit. And his worshipers must worship okay. in spirit and in truth. Can we read it all together? ¿Podemos yeah? leerlo todos juntos? Okay. Wow. So much excitement. Okay. Qué emoción. <laughs> Let's do it. You can read like uh, five words and then they yes. repeat. Oh. All right. Ready? Yet a time is coming. Yet a time is coming. And has now come. When the true worshipers will worship the Father in the spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. 
God is spirit and his worshipers must worship. Okay, awesome. So I was here in worship right now. Estaba aquí en la alabanza. I'm doing English. Yeah? Okay, I'm going to try, guys. Ready? I'll, I'll be on standby. Thank you, Nadia. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave the, 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 the English translation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can you guys give a round of applause for Nadia? Thank you. Okay, let's do this. So, I was here in worship and I was just looking around. I don't know. The Holy Spirit just started to speak, speaking to me uh, of how the youth needs to understand what it is to worship. That's the way we're going to find our voice in God. That's the way we're going to know what God wants from us and how he wants to use us today in this time. So, I want to... Just highlight some things in this verse. They are key for us to understand what God wants of us. Okay. So the first thing is that Jesus is talking to this woman. And he says some key things to her. He starts saying, yet a time is coming and has now come. A time is coming. Oh wait. Has now come. This time has now come. So look to the person next to you and you're going to tell her. The time is not coming. No, come on, guys. Can, you, can we do it again? Okay. You're going to turn to the person next to you and you're going to tell her, like, you're excited for being with her here right now, you know? So you're going to tell her, the time is not coming. The time has come. Did you understand it? So look. Jesus, I imagine Jesus is talking to her and he's like, okay, but yet the time is coming. Oh, wait. No, the time has come. The time is now. The time is today. You're going to tell another person next to you. You're going to tell her, the time is now. So look to me and I want you to understand something. I really believe God wants to do something great right now in this night. Do you believe it? Amen. Amen. How many of you came here to, to, to hear God's voice? So I was here in worship and God just started speaking to me. I want to do something supernatural tonight. And I'm like, okay, God, here I am, use me. I had prepared another word, another message. And then God was like, no, I want the other one you hadn't prepared. I'm like, yay. But I know God wants to speak to you. And it starts by understanding this. Whatever God wants to do in your life, He wants to do it now. He doesn't want to do it tomorrow. He didn't want to do it yesterday. He wants to do it right now. Things with God are always right now. If you say, God, okay, I will obey you, but tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah. Do you obey Him? Do you end up doing what He asked you to do? You don't, right? So the first thing you need to understand is that God lives in the present. What do you mean? God is not in time like you and me. So when he looks at you, he sees your heart, he sees your ways, he sees your future, your past. But that's not what defines you. What defines you is truly what he sees inside of you. And when God tells you, do this, it's because he knows the way into which one he's leading you to. He knows where he's going to take you. He knows what he has, he has planned for you. So the, the only time when we're talking about God 
And the things he asks, he asks us to do is now. Today. Today is the day of salvation. That's what the Bible says. Today is the day for repentance. Today is always the day God wants to do something. Not tomorrow. Not yesterday. But today. So turn to another person next to you. You're going to find another person who you have not spoken with. And you're going to tell her, today is the day God wants to do something in your life. Amen? Okay, so listen to this. Jesus says, yet a time is coming. Oh wait, has come when the true worshipers. Now listen to this. If Jesus, Jesus, it's not just, okay, I was, I was going to say it's not just an apostle, but an apostle is a big thing, okay? So <laughs> it's not just someone, it's Jesus talking here, okay? So Jesus says, the true worshipers. If he says that, think with me, it's because there are some worshipers, some worshipers there that they are not really truthful, you know? If he talks about the true worshipers, then we need to make sure we are part of that group and not another group. We need to make sure that these words Jesus is saying are actually for us. He's talking about the true worshipers. And if Jesus is talking about the true ones, it's because there are some on the way that they are not really truthful about what they're doing. So you need to understand something. God is always looking to your heart and for your heart. He's not looking for your words. He's not looking for your voice. He's not, not even looking for your actions sometimes. He's just looking for your heart at first. He, he wants to find something true right there, you know, inside. He wants to find true intentions of serving Him, of loving Him. God doesn't, He's not looking for second intentions. He's looking always for a true heart. So Jesus says, yet the time is coming. And wait, has now come when the true worshipers will worship. So I've, I've come to understand something. The verb that defines a worshiper's life is worship. Actually, the verb is to worship. And I want you to understand something. It took me a long time to understand that you don't need to sing to actually worship. You don't need to be here at the worship time, worship session. How do you say it? Worship session to worship God. To worship God, you need to put your heart in anything you're doing. And really just give God the honor and the praise in your heart. So it took me a long time. I was nine years old. And I remember I was in my cell group. Well, my leader's cell group. I was attending to the cell group. And then she had preached about discovering what God's calling for your life. Guys, just one moment. I'm actually impressed. I'm Give God a round of applause. Yeah, okay. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Okay, let's go back. Okay. So I was nine years old. And then this happened. Look, look. It was the first time I heard God's voice. So my leader was preaching about discovering God's calling for your life. And then she, she finished preaching and then she's like, okay, let's, gonna, let's pray. And then I went to a corner and then I just bowed my head and I started. I really did 
ask God, God, what's your calling for my life? What do you want to do with my life? And I remember I was sitting like with my head here. I don't know how to say <laughs> And then I'm praying. And I remember there was a song playing like in the radio set, radio thing. And it was just the, the, the singer, uh, guitar, well, the band and all of that. And suddenly I asked God, what's the calling you have for my life? I remember I stopped hearing everything else, literally. And the only thing I could hear, I wasn't hearing my leader's prayer. I wasn't hearing anyone's prayer. I wasn't even hearing the band anymore. I would only hear the voice of the singer in the song. I stopped hearing everything else. And I could only hear his voice and God told me, you are a worshiper. That's your calling. And suddenly I understood I actually got to know what God's calling for my life was. But I didn't yet understand it. I didn't yet know what it actually meant to be God's worshiper. To be uh, uh, really someone that has a heart for God in everything you do. Bueno, and then, bueno, that's Spanish right there. And then time passed on and I tried to get into the worship team. But it didn't really go well, you know. Like I had the heart, but only the heart, not the voice. And then, <laughs> that was actually funny. And then I tried, I couldn't. And then I, I was kind of lost. Like, God, what do you have for me? What? And then time passed by until God started speaking to me. And he said, before anything else, you need to go to the secret place. You need to get to know me. Worship is not about going to the stage and starting singing. Worship is about knowing, getting to know me. Worship is about being in the secret place and just spend hours there and get to know God. Put your heart in that. You know, start speaking what you're feeling. And then God's going God's to start speaking what he wants to, you to hear. And then I started writing songs to God. I started really literally spending hours in the secret place and that's when I really started to understand what it is to worship God it wasn't when I was well just to give you some feedback right now I am in a band in a ministry uh, singing but what I'm trying to say is that I found out that it's that's not the purpose God had for me that's not the calling God had for me actually the calling God has for me It's much more about being here than here, you know. It's much more about my attitude here when I'm down here than when I'm up here. Because this is what defines my life. This is what defines where I'm going to get. So I started to understand that true worships will worship. That's what they know. That's what they, they want to do. That's what they do with everything they're doing. They just know how to worship. They might not even be really good at everything they do, but they're good at worship. They know how to give God the glory, how to, to put, apply their hearts and really stop to think, God, thank you. Thank you for everything you're doing. So you're going to turn to another person next to you and going to tell her, you know what? Tell that person, you know what? I want to learn.
to worship. But then Jesus says something else. Listen to this. He says, true worshipers will worship the Father. You know, when we pray, we always pray. And in the end of our prayers, we say some key words. Which are them? In Jesus' name. Why do we do that? Because Jesus, Jesus told us so. Yes or not? Yes, he did. Okay. But why did Jesus tell us to pray in his name? Listen to this. In John chapter 17 and in many other verses, Jesus is talking to God the Father. And he says, God, thank you because you gave me your name. Your name. Why do we pray in Jesus' name? Because it's actually God the Father's name. The authority is not what Jesus conquered when he died and resurrected. But it's God's authority, God the Father's authority over that name plus what Jesus conquered all in one. So when you say in Jesus' name, you have God's authority, Jesus' authority, the Holy Spirit's authority all in one together because they were one. And that's what it means. But truly, what I'm trying to say is this. Jesus came always to show the Father. He wanted to reveal God to us. So he's always saying, I am the way. Well, if you're only the way, that's because there is a destiny, a destination to get to. And that's the Father. So Jesus is always trying to say, look, you come to me, but I, I, I want to lead you to something else, to someone else. I want to lead you to the Father. And that's what Jesus is saying here. True worshipers will worship who? The Father. The Father. We will worship the Father. And I, I want to tell you right now. There was a season in my life when my dad started traveling to preach in other nations. And that's awesome. Like he started. And then when he started, he started traveling a lot. And then I... I don't know how, how, how it was in your life, but I always had my, my father really present with me all the time. And then when he started traveling, I, really, I, I was really missing him. And then I had a hard time. I was 13, I don't know, something like that. Let's say younger because then it doesn't, it's not awkward, okay. So <laughs> 9 years old, 10 years old, something like that. And then... I really started missing him, but that's when I had an encounter with Jesus. And he led me to the Father to get to know the Father's love. And I had my personal experience into really getting to know that peace that he always promised us. And I really got to know what, what uh, how can I say that, a God's hug is, you know. And I really got to know what, what feeling that he's with you is. And that's when I really got to know what Jesus is always trying to get us to see and to, to prove. Jesus actually says in John 17, he says, God, may they be one so that the world may understand that you love them as you loved me. As you loved me. So the true worshipers, they will worship the Father. They're not just worshiping. They're not just singing songs there. Everyone knows because for real, I loved singing What's the name of that song from Hillsong? So Will I, exactly. I was here, I was like, oh man, so good. But you know, we're not just singing here to, 
to, to, to pay attention to who is singing the loudest or whatever. We're singing to the Father. They will worship the Father. And I want to tell you, have you ever, ever actually stopped to think about what, what you were doing when you worship, when you sing actually? Because you may be singing and not worshiping. And sometimes you may be worshiping and not even singing, you know. So it's really about understanding what God wants from you. And then Jesus says, they will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth. Something very interesting about that is that we've all, I think we've all heard that verse many times in our lives. And then when God started speaking all of this to me, it was really impacting to my heart. And then when I got to this part, God started speaking to me. Keep reading the verse. And I kept reading. And it says, in the, we're going to skip to the, to the 24th. And it says, God is a spirit. And his worshipers must, must worship in the spirit and in truth. And I started to understand this. God doesn't speak English. He doesn't speak Spanish. He doesn't even speak Portuguese. Although he created all of them. What I'm trying to say is that God doesn't speak our language. He's a spirit. And if we want to connect to God, we need to go into his zone. And that's what men, uh, most people don't understand. So Benny Hinn, he actually says this. When we go into the secret place to pray, mostly... You're going you're gonna to notice that in the first minutes, you're trying to connect. So you start thinking about your dog. And then you didn't give him food. And then you think your phone just, you know, someone is calling you. And then you're like, oh my gosh. And then you remember you didn't do homework. And then everything happens when you're trying to pray. Right? Is it, is it just with me? No? Okay. So he's like, you know why that happens? Because you're, it, it's the... You're in your body. It's the most external face of the prayer. But then if you keep holding on to it and keep trying to pray, you're going to find yourself in a moment where you, you get deeper. And then you get to the soul. And that's when you start really, you, you, can, you can even cry. You can even pour out before God and all of that. But then he says, but most people, they leave the secret place when they get to the second level. And they don't stay to reach the third level. And that's the spirit. And that's the moment when you start hearing God's voice in a way you've never heard. And that's the moment when you start having the experiences you're looking for with God. And you start receiving from Him what He wants to give you. So when I was reading this verse, God was speaking to me. I don't speak your language. And if you want to hear my voice, you really need to understand what I'm trying to do here. He's looking for a true worship and that it needs to be conquered. It needs to be knees on the floor and you need to spend time getting to know him. You need to, to give your everything. And that's what I need to understand. That's what you need to understand. God is not looking for people who come uh, for a checkup every week. So you give him 30 minutes and then you're like, okay, God, give me my medicine and that's it. No. God is looking for a relationship. And that's the most important thing I want you to understand right now. 
we'll go back to the spirit and truth. Let's go to the next thing. It says, we worship the Father in the spirit and in truth. Listen to this. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. Oh my gosh, look at this. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. Look at this. I always thought God was looking for worship. But he's not looking for worship. He's looking for worshipers. Do you see the difference? He's not looking. Because that gives me an image that God only wants to receive more worship. Uh, like a tyrant God. But God was really speaking to me. I'm not looking for worship. It doesn't really make a great difference if you worship me, if you worship me or not. The great difference is that if you worship me. You get communion with me. You start to know me. You start to develop a relationship with me. So when God created men, and uh, when God created men, He placed men where? In the garden. He wanted men to take care of the garden, and in the meanwhile, He was taking care of men. He was getting to know men, as men get, sorry, getting to know Him. So what really God is looking for is communion. He wants a relationship. But the way to achieve it is through worship. That's the only way we can connect to God as a spirit. Are you understanding what I'm saying here right now? So God started speaking to me. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God isn't really looking for your songs, although they are the way for you to connect with Him. Do you see? It's the other way around. He's not looking for the songs, but you might need them to get connected with Him. Are you understanding? He's not looking for the worship session in the service, but you might need it to get connected to Him. So we, it's you who need the worship session. It's you who need to start to start writing songs. Oh, but I'm not from the worship team. It doesn't matter. It's not about that. Oh, I don't know how to sing. I didn't know either. I learned. I'm learning. <laughs> and if you watch the video, you'll see that I'm still learning. It's not really about that. It's, what about, it's, it's more about what God is looking for. He's looking for your heart. He wants to know you. And really, God says, in spirit... And in truth. And God was telling me, not only in the spirit, but also in truth. And I was saying, God, it's true. Sometimes we're singing songs and we don't even pay attention to what we're saying. We're, we're so used to the songs. We are so used to, to getting to the, the worship session in the service. And we're like, yes, Jesus, we love you. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord Jesus. And then... Some, some, some of us really got to the next level. You don't even stand up for worship anymore. Because it's just usual thing. But then God was speaking to me. It's not only about being intentional. But worshiping in truth is about something else. And God started speaking to me. Jesus in John 17 once again. He says, God, your word is the truth. And, I, you know, I've discovered so much power in worshiping God with what the Bible says. 
and with verses from the Bible and just putting them into songs and started singing to him and declaring it. And you're going to find so much power, so much uh, uh, to, to learn from, so much to, to sing, you know. You're just going to find so much when you read the Bible. And God's going to guide your heart in spirit and in truth. That's what God is looking for. And I told you guys that the theme for the message was finding my voice. Is that how it is in English? Yeah. And the last thing God was telling me is this. You know a baby when he, when he, he's in the earliest month, months and actually he started speaking with one year. Blah, blah, blah. Well, well, I'm learning. I'm reading, okay. So my baby hasn't come out yet. But look at this. God was telling me, how does a baby learn to speak? He learns by hearing his parents talking. That's how he learns. So if you, if you talk to him in Spanish, what language will he learn? Spanish. If you talk to him in English, what language will he learn? English. But if you talk to God in the spirit... What language will you learn? The Spirit's language. So really, if you want to find your voice, start hearing God's voice. Start getting connected with Him. Go into a deep relationship. He's calling you, first of all, to the secret place. You want to find out who you are? Come to the secret place. You want to find out what's your calling? Come to the secret place. So really, I want to finish here. And God started reminding me of some experiences I had. When I had nothing, nothing really but God. Uh, before I was discovered by Sarah <laughs> in Brazil, all I had, I mean, right now people, some people know me. Some people, not all of them, but... There are some people here that they, they got and they're like, oh, nice to meet you. I'm like, nice to meet you. And then they say their names and they're like waiting for my name. Oh, I'm Lau. Yeah, okay. You didn't get it. Don't worry. And then God started reminding me of some, some times that I only, what I had was only God. And I remember once I was at a youth conference. It was not in my city, so I was in a hotel. And then it was New Year's Eve. And I was with my cousin and his wife, and they had a, a couple of friends of them as well. And then, so it was me, I was in a room, my cousin and his wife, they were in another room, and the other couple was in another room, okay? You're going to understand why I'm telling you this. So we got back from church, it was like 1 a.m. from January 1st. And then we're like, wow, it was amazing everything God did, yeah, wow, wow, amazing. And then I'm like, okay, guys, I'm ready to sleep. See you tomorrow. And then my cousin was like, no, we want to start the year praying. We want to, you know, like, let's do this. It's going to be awesome. And I'm like, yeah, go for it. Amazing, awesome. But then he's like, well, but my wife doesn't want to. And his wife also doesn't want to. So it needs to be in your room. And I'm like, really? So I really... Just pray that night because they had to do it in my room. 
And then they went to my room. And we are there. We started praying. They put songs uh, to, to play in the cell phone. And then, well, we're in the floor, like praying. And we really started praying. I really didn't want it in the beginning. But then I got into it. And I, we were praying, praying, praying. And we were, I remember we were like shouting out loud. And I remember to be worried about the neighbors. I'm like, dude, they're going to come. I'm sure they're going to come knocking the door. They're going to be like. And then suddenly, I promise you, I, start, I stopped hearing the song again. I promise you. It's true. Suddenly, I stopped hearing it. And I remember I was like with my face down, like, como se dice? Lying down. And with my face down so I couldn't see anything, I was like this. And my cousin was too and the other friend was too. And honestly, God invaded the room in such a way that I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't lift my head to look. I was shaking. My body was shaking. And it was so much fear. But you know what the Bible talks about? The fear of the Lord. It, was, it is a kind of fear because I was so, so, so afraid. But at the same time, I knew why I was afraid. And I remember it was so true and it was so like vivid and so real at the same time. And I remember I would be like this and the song wasn't playing anymore. And we were just, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And my cousin started like, uh, how do you say, gemendo. Well, crying out loud. Yeah, okay. And then... We just, we're just like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Like, ah, how do you say that? No, I? Well, okay, you just missed a really important part, okay. And then, but it was, and then I couldn't see anything. I remember I was just with my eyes closed, everything dark. And listen to this, huh? Weeping. That's it, weeping. We couldn't say anything. We were weeping, literally. And then... Afterwards, we, it's, it's so strong that we felt when God left the room. Because we could uh, lift up again, you know. I, I couldn't move again. I wasn't shaking anymore. And then in that moment, my cousin said, look, I saw. I was with my eyes closed, but I saw what was happening in the room. And I saw as a lion came into the room and he stood uh, like in front of each one of us. And as he, he did that, something would come out of him and come into each one of us. Something specific for each one of us. And you know, God started speaking to me. You want to get to know what's your calling? Get to know me. I'm going to tell you what your voice is. What's the voice I've given you for this generation? You want to know what, what you have to give to this generation? Come find it. Come find it in me. And you know, God just started remembering me, reminding me of the experiences I've had with him. And it's really mostly when you get to the secret place with no second intentions, just to know him. That's the most powerful thing you can do in your life. No second intentions. You're not going to ask anything. You're just there. God, I'm just here because I want to get to know you. And that's what I want to do right now. I want to invite you to stand up on your feet right now. And we're going to put the lights down. 
And really, I want you to find a position you want to, to be right now. I mean, if you want to sit down, if you want to lay down in the floor, if you want to be standing, don't worry. But really, I want you to start worshiping God. Actually, I know some of you just seated or did something. But can I ask for all of us to come to the front right now? And we're going to worship here together. And you can be as you were, but right here in the front. And I really want us to, to worship God right now. You know, that's what he was looking for since the beginning. The Bible says he put man in the garden. Because he wanted to, to work in his creation. He wanted to get to know them. And really, God is looking for your heart right now. He wants to get to know you. Although he already knows everything he, he, he can know about you. He's still in pursuit of your heart. He wants, he's looking for you so that you can give him your heart. Although he created you and he knows literally everything about your days. He wants to hear from you that you love him. He wants to hear from you that you want to surrender your life. Really, there's nothing more powerful than saying, God, I'm here because I want to know you. I'm just here with no second intentions, God. I want to know you. I want to learn to talk to you and to hear your voice. I want to worship you, God. I know you're not looking for worship, but you were looking for worshipers, God. I want to be a worshiper. I want to know you, God. I need to know you. All my life, all my life, I've been trying to do what's right. But right now, God, I just want to surrender. You're going to close your, your eyes right where you were at, you're at right now. And you're just going to start surrendering your life to God. Surrender your ways. Surrender your dreams. Surrender your past. At the same time, surrender your future. Surrender everything you are. Surrender everything you have right now. God is looking for you. God is looking for your heart. He's not looking for your voice. He's saying, come to me. I'll tell you who you are. I'll tell you what's your voice. I'll tell you what your calling is. But come to me. Come to me. The Bible says the Father is looking for you. He's looking for you. He's looking for your heart. You know what it is to be chased by Him. You know what it is to be desired by Him. He desires to know you. He desires to be known by you. He's looking for you right now. He's looking for you right now. And the band's gonna be playing. But you're gonna be looking for Him right now. You may sing or not. You can pray right now. You can just start weeping. But find God right now. Go to the secret place. This is your time. This is your moment with Him. He's looking for you. He's chasing you. Find God, right? 
where you are right now. Come on, just worship Him. Worship Him with everything you are. Worship Him with words or no words. Don't, doesn't matter. He's looking for your heart. Pour out everything you are, everything you have right now. needs you God these people need you God we need you God we need you there's a necessity God within our hearts we need you there's a need inside of us we need you God we want you we need you we love you God we're looking for you we're shouting out right now God come on lift up your voice and start Call him, call him right now. Start saying, God, you are invited here in this place. We want to know you. We want to hear you right now. Come, God, find us here. Find us here, true worshipers. True worshipers, God, find us here right now. Right now, right now, right now, right now. Just start shouting right now. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice. Rise up, rise up and call for him. Call for him, shout for him. Shout for him right now. God, we need you. We fall our strength, we fall our hearts. With everything we have, we need you, God. We need you, God. We need you, God. We need you, God. Our souls desire, they long for you, God. We never knew what we were looking for. You are what we were looking for, God. We need you, God. We need you, God. We need you, God. We need you, God. Rise up a generation of true worshipers. Here we are, God, use us, use us, use us. Here we are, God, here we are, God. Teach us the way, show us the way. Lift up a generation, God, that loves you more than anything. A generation of true worshipers, a generation that knows you. A generation that seeks your face, God. We want to know you, God, with everything we have. We want to know you, God. You are my God. You are my God. You are my God. You are my friend. You are my Father, God. Come on, just receive God's love right now, where you are. He's touching you right now. The Holy Spirit is here. Start singing this right now. Come on, everyone. 
lift up your voice start singing the holy spirit's in this place he's touching your heart right now and while you sing it he's moving in this place declare this truth the precious 